Welcome to the Walk Podcast of the Thompson Institute, a podcast for students and faculty on your walk across campus as a resource for your spiritual journey. I'm Aaron Badenhop. And I'm Jordan Browning. And we are your hosts and fellow Buckeyes. Well, welcome back to campus at The Ohio State University. This is the beginning of fall semester 2019. And with our first interview of the Walk podcast, we have interviewed Professor Angie Burks, who is a senior lecturer within the College of Engineering at Ohio State. She received her law degree from Boston University School of Law and is a former Community Builder Fellow at Harvard University's Kennedy School of Government. Professor Burks teaches engineering ethics classes at Ohio State, and in this first episode of our interview with her, we ask her about her work at Ohio State and more about her spiritual journey. Well, uh, thank you again, Professor Burks, for being a part of our uh, Walk podcast. Mm -hmm. We're just thankful that you're willing to take the time to be a part of this conversation Mm -hmm. with us. Mm And I thought a good place to start would be to talk a little bit about what you do mm-hmm. at Ohio State. You mm-hmm. work in the College of Engineering and teaching engineering ethics. Mm-hmm. And you have presented on engineering ethics at the law and, and law mm-hmm. at the state and national level. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering how your law degree has contributed to training academics mm-hmm. and professional engineers. Well, first of all, I, I do want to say thank you to um, Aaron um, for his leadership with Crew on this campus, and I also want to thank Jordan and the sacrifices that you've made. And um, I'm grateful to be here today to have the privilege to talk about my personal testimony of what God has done in my life. Um, but to answer your question, so uh, really part of my role in educating students and academics and uh, professional engineers is to help them understand that they're are real legal consequences to poor ethical decisions. And so an example of that is um, a case study I wrote regarding Toyota. Um, Years ago, Toyota had a design failure uh, in one of its accelerator pedals, um, and they tried to cover that up. And yes, that's an ethical issue, but it wasn't clear that the engineers uh, knew that that was also there was going to be some really strong legal complications for that. Um, and in 2014, Toyota faced um, over 400 lawsuits related to injury and death, and they were fined $1.2 billion um, by the Department of Justice. So one of my key roles, um, once again, is educating engineering students, educating academics, educating professional engineers to help them understand that, yes, it's ethically wrong uh, to have or to make poor decisions in design, but also understand that there are some really strong uh, legal consequences, um, um, you know, um, um, to that. And, um, you know, one of my goals growing up was to use knowledge to empower people. And so I'm glad that I can use my law degree to help clarify that for engineers. Um, um, but as you know, I'm, I'm not here to talk about um, engineering law and ethics, but um, really um, my personal journey. Yeah, that's a that's a good segue. I mean, it's interesting to hear about your work uh, in engineering and in engineering ethics. But we are curious to hear more about your spiritual journey. What what has your spiritual background 
been like as you've come to Ohio State? Well, um, you know, I am a person who has experienced great success, and I've been very blessed. But um, I'm also a person who has experienced, like many people, a tremendous amount of pain, a tremendous amount of disappointment, um, and more recently, some health challenges. Um, and I know that there's a person listening, um, and it might be a student, um, and you look good, you smell good on the outside, but a inside, it has been very difficult, um, and life has been very hard, and um, nobody knows uh, what you have truly been through. And I've learned that life takes courage, and one of my favorite quotes says, um, courage um, does not always come in with a roar. Uh, sometimes courage is the small, quiet voice um, at the end of the day uh, that says, I will try again tomorrow. And I want you to know that every day that you wake up, every day that you start again is an act of courage. And um, when you think about it over the past year, you've had a 365 success rate. You've had an act of courage 365 times. Um, and you are more courageous and you're more stronger um, than you realize. You, you alluded to um, having experienced pain, mm -hmm. uh, disappointment, and suffering in your past and having challenging circumstances. Um, but we know that uh, you've found that suffering, mm -hmm. these past experiences have not been meaningless for you. Mm -hmm. So what have you found in the, the value of suffering? What have you found uh, redeeming in there? Um, well, I want to start off with saying, you know, Father Cedric is a Catholic priest, and he tells um, a story that really kind of um, illustrates the value of suffering. And he tells the story of a little boy who was um, praying over a bug, and there was this bug stuck in this cocoon, and the bug was wriggling around in the cocoon, and and um, the boy was really confused, and he said, um, dear God, please help this bug that's stuck in this cocoon, because he was moving around, and he was wiggling around around. And um, so the, it seemed like God wasn't answering that prayer. So he came back on a Tuesday and he said, dear God, please help this bug that's stuck in this cocoon that's that's wiggling around and um, nothing changed. And he came back on Wednesday and the bug was still wiggling around in the cocoon. And so he said, you know, I'm not going to wait on God anymore. And he took a knife and he cut into that cocoon and the bug fell out and died. And we know that suffering and struggling is important because that bug was really going to become a butterfly. But in order for it to do that, it had to suffer in the cocoon walls. It had to fight against the cocoon walls. It had to increase its blood flow. It had to strengthen its wings. It had to experience pain in that cocoon before it became out to be a butterfly. And I want you to know, whoever's listening, that suffering has purpose. Suffering has purpose. And I want to share the story that on September 3rd, 2018, um, I thought that I was going to go blind. There was a medical risk that I was going to go blind. Um, and the previous summer, I had been diagnosed with a blood disorder that makes it hard for my body um, to fight off infection. And around September 3rd, there were really small lesions that were growing kind of in the corners of my eyes, and my eyes were burning. 
and it was really hard to see and um you know it was hard it was it was hard for me to see but other people could not you know see what was growing in there and so you know I would come to school and my eyes were burning here at OSU and it was hard for me to see my students and sometimes it was hard for me to write on the board and um, it would be hard for me to drive home and um, um, so that was in September and then in November um, I had experienced some breathing problems and I, I live alone and I fell down on the floor and collapsed because uh, I could barely breathe um, but I want you to know that Aaron and Jordan, that despite my diagnosis last summer, last summer, that God has really healed me. And a couple of weeks ago, I was driving to the grocery store, and I was just so grateful that my eyes were no longer burning and that I could see the trees and that I could see the birds and um, I could see you know, where I was going and I could roll the window down and, mm. and I could breathe fully. But in order for me to get that level of gratitude for my own breath, for my own sight, I had to suffer. I had to suffer in order for me to get that level of gratitude. And there's someone listening right now. And I want you to know, just like that bug that really was going to have to suffer before it became a butterfly, and just like I had to suffer to really appreciate my own sight, I want you to know that suffering has purpose. Suffering has, has great purpose. Well, Jordan, what I thought was cool listening to Professor Brooks talk about her experience, uh, her education, her work at Ohio State is I really find it interesting where she as a as a lawyer someone who's trained in law is educating engineers about about ethics mm -hmm. um, as someone who lives every day benefiting from engineers doing all kinds of work <laughs> uh, I, I appreciate that someone is thoughtful and training engineers to think about the ethical consequences of of their decisions and how they design. And uh, I just think it's really cool work mm. uh, that she's doing, contributing to the common good of, of society that our engineers uh, have an ethical framework to, to do what they do. Mm. For sure. I think something that stands out uh, after listening to this portion of the interview, um, it, it, when she was emphasizing as she was sharing her own story and what it's looked like for her to deal with, difficult times with her own health that she she emphasized that suffering has purpose and as she was even sharing that I was thinking how how difficult of a perspective that probably is uh, when in the midst of suffering and how hard that can be to believe that uh, and even how significant it is to be rooted uh, in something like our faith in God uh, for that to even mean anything for suffering truly to have a purpose and um, hopefully, uh, even for somebody listening right now, uh, that was something that they needed to hear. So want you guys to stay tuned uh, and be on the lookout for episode two uh, of our interview with uh, Professor Burks, where we continue uh, to ask her uh, about her experience with suffering and as she shares about what it's looked like for her um, to wrestle with that and connection with her faith in Jesus. Thanks so much for listening to The Walk of the Thompson Institute. 
The personal views presented by the scholars and professors on our podcast do not represent the views of their employer. For upcoming events and for more information, visit thethompsoninstitute.org, a program of CREW at Ohio State.